As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question is, what is the relationship between borderline personality disorder, borderline personality disorder with comorbid substance use, and impulsivity? If you find this video to be interesting or helpful, please like it and subscribe to my channel. That way you won't miss anything new. Now, we talk about borderline personality disorder. We're talking about a cluster B personality disorder in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. We know there are a number of symptoms associated with borderline personality disorder, like frantic efforts to avoid abandonment, unstable relationships. And one of the symptoms and the symptom criteria is impulsivity in areas that are potentially self-damaging. We also know that substance use disorders have a connection with impulsivity. And we know that borderline personality disorder is highly comorbid with substance use disorder. There was a study in 2011 by Coffee and colleagues that looked at this very question of borderline personality disorder, substance use disorder, and impulsivity. And we know that borderline personality disorder, as I mentioned, has a lot of comorbidity with substance use disorder. About 50% of individuals with borderline personality disorder also have comorbid alcohol use disorder, and about 40% with other types of drugs. So if impulsivity is a core feature of borderline personality disorder, and it's also a core feature of substance use disorder, and borderline personality disorder and substance use disorders are highly comorbid, it's easy to see why this issue becomes confusing very quickly. So one of the theories we might have about this relationship would be that if somebody has borderline personality disorder, BPD, and substance use disorder, SUD, and they're comorbid, then a lot of the symptoms, including impulsivity, would be thought of as being worse. If they have just BPD, it wouldn't be quite as bad. And of course, if they had no diagnosis, we would not expect to see symptoms at all. Now, we know that with borderline personality disorder and substance use disorder, there is already an established relationship in the literature. For example, we know that if an individual has comorbid BPD and SUD, they're more likely to have severe borderline personality disorder symptoms, including self-destructiveness and self-harm. Also, we know that if an individual has comorbid BPD and SUD, the borderline personality disorder symptoms are less likely to remit over time. So does this same type of logic apply to impulsivity? 
So is there a bit of a stair-step relationship here, meaning comorbid BPD and SUD would have the most severe level of impulsivity, then BPD only would be next, and then an individual with no diagnosis would have the lowest level of impulsivity. That would be a fairly logical hypothesis when considering this relationship. So as we go to consider this relationship, it's first important to understand that there is no agreed-upon definition for the term impulsivity. And when we look at the term impulsivity and compare it to the symptom criterion for BPD in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, we see that there are more of a risk-taking behavior piece to that symptom criterion, like reckless driving or substance use, again, making this issue even more confusing. Some of the definitions we see for impulsivity in the research have been acting without thinking, acting without a lot of forethought, which is really the same thing, a preference for immediate gratification, novelty-seeking, risk-taking, especially unconscious risk-taking, an inability to cease behaviors that have painful consequences, and even a short attention span has been thrown into this potential definition of impulsivity. Now, I usually think of impulsivity as taking an action without a lot of forethought. But again, as I mentioned, there is no agreement on this definition. In this particular study I'm referencing for this video, they looked at a few different aspects of impulsivity in an effort to capture the overall construct. One aspect would be behavioral inhibition, with poor behavioral ambition being considered like impulsivity. They also looked at risk-taking propensity, that is the likelihood that somebody would favor risk-taking behavior, and this idea of discounting delayed rewards. So the speed at which somebody would not really consider pursuing a delayed reward. To round out this attempt to measure impulsivity, they also had a questionnaire that the participants answered where they looked at certain items related to impulsivity. So you have this questionnaire, behavioral inhibition, risk-taking behavior, and discounting delayed rewards. So the design for this research was fairly straightforward. There were a group of individuals who only had a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder. Another group that had a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder and a comorbid substance use disorder. For this borderline and substance group, the substance use did not have to be current. They could be in recovery and still eligible for membership in this particular group. And interestingly, when the researchers looked at recovery or active substance use separately, there was no difference. So grouping them together actually did make sense for this study. And there was also a control group. And in the control group, the individuals had no diagnosis. Now, the findings in the study were fairly interesting. In terms of the hypothesized stair-step finding, that was only identified with the questionnaire. So borderline plus substance had the highest level impulsivity, borderline only was in the middle, and the controls had the lowest. In terms of poor behavioral inhibition, the borderline personality disorder groups had lower behavioral inhibition than the controls, but there was no difference between borderline and borderline with substances. Now, with risk-taking, there was no difference across any of the groups, which this was really a surprising finding. We would expect risk-taking to be higher with borderline personality disorder. It was not. Now, for the last category, which was the rate at which somebody would discount delayed rewards, here the borderline plus substance group did have the fastest rate of discarding delayed rewards. But interestingly, there was no difference between borderline personality disorder only and the controls. So again, the stair-step effect really was not observed 
except in the questionnaire that measured impulsivity. So what do these results tell us about the relationship between borderline personality disorder, comorbid borderline and substance use, and impulsivity? Well, the concept of discounting delayed rewards really seems more related to substance use disorder than borderline personality disorder. Behavioral inhibition may be a core characteristic of borderline personality disorder because we saw that in the borderline personality disorder only group and the borderline plus substance. Borderline personality disorder and comorbid borderline and substance use disorder may not be as different as we thought. We only saw the stair-step effect with that questionnaire around impulsivity. And I think this study really highlights the importance of understanding the difference between risk-taking behavior and impulsivity. Again, the symptom criterion in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual seems to blur these two together. It's not really clearly impulsivity as separate from risk-taking behavior, but more it's a merger of both of them. And it may be important with this criterion for it to distinguish risk-taking behavior from impulsivity because risk-taking behavior doesn't appear to be different across any of the groups examined in the study. So we need to work toward a clearer definition of impulsivity, particularly as it relates to the diagnostic criteria and borderline personality disorder. If we understand impulsivity better, that'll help us to more accurately diagnose this disorder. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.